Good morning and welcome to Mana here at Lighthouse. Of course, um, I'm Pastor Ron and welcoming you to um, today to join me um, as we continue our adventure through the book of Proverbs. And we are actually on the last chapter of the book of Proverbs. And it's often referred to as the Proverbs 31 woman. Uh, but I think we're going to find out something a little bit different today. Um, about what is this chapter all about. But first, we need to pray. So let's pray. Ah, Lord, how deep and rich and satisfying and reassuring uh, is your word. The wisdom that you possess and the way that you um, communicate causes us to think. That's so good. Because there is more that's going on behind the scenes than just what we see on the surface, Lord. So much more. And so that's what this thing called faith is all about, is, is the opportunity to trust in you. And so as we do, Lord, teach us from your word today. Teach us by your spirit, I pray. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. So last week we looked at the beginning of the Proverbs 31, and its title tells us um, about uh, a little bit about the writer. So let's just look at it. It says, The words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. So here's this king who's been influenced dramatically by his mother. Um, and, and so he's come to some conclusions that he wants to make sure are communicated to us. So, um, and, and of course, I mentioned last week is Lemuel, when there is no king in all of Israel, both in Judah as well as in Israel, um, and of course, prior to the split, which would have been, um, of course, um, King Saul and David and then Solomon. Um, but um, no Lemuel. So what does Lemuel mean well, the name Lemuel actually says belongs to God. Hmm, fit that piece into our puzzle. It's almost like it's a corner piece for us so that we can work off of that um, and is one who belongs to God. Hmm. And it's taught by a mother, a nurturer, if you will, um, one who is also known as a teacher, a comforter. Hmm, that's some clues. A couple more corner pieces of this puzzle that we have as we lay some straight edges in there. And of course, we got some direction um, that the mother spoke to the son to cause him to think, especially about what he's doing in life. And, and so just quickly as we walk through, it says, what are you doing, my son? You know, getting him to cause him to think. But pay attention. What is it that you're doing? Recognize your position. What are you, sh what should you be doing? And then the next one is, what are you doing, son of my womb? And of course, the, the son of the womb is, speaks to that relationship that says, I know you in a way that you don't even know yourself. Um, and it reminds me of Psalm 139, where it speaks about the, 
the the nature of how the Lord um, looks at us, how His favor is upon us, because and it describes us as being fearfully and wonderfully made by God, and and so I I think that that is true here that's saying, I know you in a way that you can't even know yourself. Um, Next, what are you doing, son of my vows? So it's speaking of being fully devoted to the development of the spiritual truth in your life. Of course, then the instruction is given, do not give your strength to women, your ways to those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to the one who is perishing and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Then the instruction goes on and says, Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. You know, as we we look at this chapter, we begin to see a picture taking shape as we fill in the pieces of the puzzle um, because there's direction that's given. Direction about correction with life. The things that aren't being done well, we would refer to those, God's word refers to those as sin. Um, but correction, if you will, or conviction about righteousness. Is it, is it right for a king to behave in a, a manner that's dishonoring to himself as well as to others? Um, but then also to recognize that, man, there, there is what I'm going to say is a judgment to come. You need to be there to help defend others who can't defend themselves. It begins to take shape. Shape according to one that we find out more detail about um, as we would read in the Gospel of John 16 as Jesus teaches us about his helper. Listen. Listen close. Verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper or the comforter will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. So the this helper, this This comforter convicts the world of sin, convicts the world of righteousness, and convicts the world of judgment. Conviction is is there's a reproving that's going on for a purpose to realign, if you will, to shape. Um, Then it goes on and it says, and when he comes, he will convict the world of, of concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. So the concerning of sin by this comforter, this helper, this one who may be really the mother of King Lemuel, um, the one who is, as we said before, belongs to God, is one who says, hey, I'm going to convict you of the things that are of sin. 
but I'm also going to convict you of the things that are righteous. To, to understand that he says, because I go to the Father. Because there's been a work that, that Jesus did um, for us to rescue us. That work was finished, as Jesus said on the cross. There's nothing else that man can do to gain the approval of God. No, there, there's only one way for God to have approval, and that's in his Son. It's in him and him alone. And so if you know the Son of God, if you know the God who became a man to rescue man from his sin, then that's the Son. That's the Son of righteousness. That's the one who completed the work. It is finished. But it's also then to recognize that there is a judgment, a judgment of this ruler. But if you want to follow the ruler, you'll be aligned in that same judgment. So what am I saying? I'm saying to us that for the believer the ones who belong to God, that we have a nurturer, we have a comforter, we have a helper, and his name is the Holy Spirit of God. And I truly do believe that that's what this chapter is all about, is it's the work of the Holy Spirit of God given to us here in this first part, convicting man of sin, convicting man of righteousness, and convicting man of uh, a judgment to come. And then we find out um, the response from the instruction that's, that King Lemuel gives us based upon the instruction of his mother, the nurturer, if you will, the one who comes alongside, um, the one who I'm suggesting to you today is clearly the Holy Spirit of God teaching all of us. And, and so what is our response to the Holy Spirit is recognizing the work of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to get into that next week because we're out of time today. So hopefully you'll tune in next week and you'll, you'll learn more about this amazing Holy Spirit of God that is revealed through this phenomenal woman that we refer to as the Proverbs 31 woman. God bless you all and thank you so much for joining me today. 